the Secrets of the Self-Made podcast, where lifelong learners share their proven formula to achieving what they desire most. These are the students of Self-Made You, who have invested in a higher education that is arguably more important than any other subject. They have mastered self to overcome obstacles and create what they once thought impossible. Now it's your turn to learn and listen from the student who has become the teacher. Class is now in session. Welcome back to the Secrets of the Self-Made. Today we have Terry Johnson, who is a former coach of mind. She's been through my coaching program and she is a friend. So yes. I am so excited for you guys to be able to hear some of Terry's secrets. But before we jump in, I'm going to throw out our little icebreaker, Terry. We spend so much time as lifelong learners. We're in this informal education on an ongoing basis. But I want to hear about back in the day, what was your least favorite subject in school? Okay. So for sure, my favorite subject was math. Absolutely. Because I love to get the result, right? Like I want to know like one plus one equals two. There's no question. And when it comes to just moving forward in life and setting goals and all the things, it's like, if we do these five things, we get to this outcome. So I'm strategic. And so math, it just worked for me. I loved math. Makes sense. Um, yeah. In fact, I, I thought I wanted to be like, I don't know, a math teacher or an actuary. I mean, I loved math like that. Wow. Much. Calculus and all that. I did okay. Statistics. How are, how, seriously, how are we friends? <laughs> I know. Well, I don't even know how I'm me because like I could never do it now. Like I look back, it was like, I loved it back then, but now I'm so opposite. Well, so that leads me to my least favorite. My least favorite, which like literally if you are shaking in boots, which probably in Minnesota, because that's where I grew up too, mm -hmm. um, was freezing and I probably was, but uh, was speech, talking in front of people, getting mm -hmm. up there. Like I hated the speech class because I stuttered. I was so, I was so nervous. I was like, Bleh. like I couldn't even hardly do it. I was shaking. I stuttered. I was sweaty and like dripping sweat, sweaty, gross. I mean, all of the things in front of my peers, mm -hmm. but fast forward now, like I don't like math and put me on a stage anywhere. I'm golden. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting how it's just, I mean, I'm still strategic, but don't, yeah. I, mean, I need, I'm so grateful for the calculator on my iPhone. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amen. So. GPS and calculators on our iPhone. Like what would we do without those things? Exactly. For sure. <laughs> okay. So that's super interesting. And so that kind of, I mean, it is kind of fascinating because now today you're actually on a daily basis on the regular, you're speaking in front of people. So I'm curious, like when I think of self-made people, you know, there are a number of influencers that come to my mind. I absolutely think that you are the epitome of what it means to be self-made. I'm curious, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So it took me, I think, a, a long time in my journey to discover. I mean, I, of course, you. I love how you coined it and you, you deliver it. Growing up, I would never have thought about like, oh, this is what it means to be self-made. But now that you are in this world and asking these questions, I get it. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it's 
me taking responsibility for everything. Mm-hmm. And it took me to a point in my life where I had to hit a rock bottom. So back in 2009, I hit a rock bottom. I had to either choose life or death. I literally, it was, I was so at a low place and I'm so grateful that I chose life, obviously. Mm-hmm. But at that point I started on a journey and I call it overcoming the nevers. I wrote a book about it, overcoming the nevers, but, and all about taking responsibility, like nothing, nothing outside of me should impact me the way that it was impacting me. Mm-hmm. Right. But I took it all on my shoulders. I tried to fix everybody. I tried to fix everything. I would project on other people. The blame game was, you know, like I'm feeling this way because of whatever the circumstance, whatever the person did. And I would say on the outside, people didn't recognize that about me because I'm generally a very positive, outgoing, uplifting, encouraging person. Like that's Mm -hmm. just my nature. Mm -hmm. But it was the internal work Mm -hmm. that was, I was dying inside. Yeah. And, and so I had to make some really tough choices. And I decided that in 2009, in May of 2009, actually, to go on that journey. So, and through that, I feel like that's where I discovered everything I can choose to wake up every day. And one of the choices that I decided to make during that time in my life, as I'm a woman of faith, so I'm like, I'm waking up every day and saying yes to God, period. Mm -hmm. Like his plan for me is going to be the greater plan. He designed me. He made me. He has a plan for me. I want to pursue his will for my life, not my own. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, self-made is also a form of surrendering, in my opinion, to the higher power, God, Christ, like I'm a Christian. So like that's mine. Um, so in conjunction with that, because I, I feel like I'm nothing without him, but everything because of him. So that would be, but it's me showing up, taking responsibility, um, strengthening my yes and no muscles, setting boundaries, um, doing my work, leaving the results up to whatever is, and then looking at those and being like, okay, what's next? Yeah. I'm not going to blame anybody for these results. And this is really, and you probably have, as we build our businesses, right. And we become more successful. We expand our team. We're working with more clients. We're, we're building the um, team around us. This has really been an eye opener for me in this area too, because I have to take responsibility for my leadership, right? Nothing in my business. If it goes wrong, guess what? I, it's me. I just, I own it. I'm like, okay, what could I have done different? How could I have communicated more effectively? How could I have anticipated that coming to us? I have decided I turn that mirror around in Mm -hmm. every situation and I reflect back on myself and I'm like, okay, Terry, what could you have done different to get a different result? Right. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Taking those, taking that kind of responsibility, like the, uh, the ultimate amount of responsibility creates quantum leaps in your life. And you are a great illustration of that. One thing back in 2009, when you were saying, you know, nobody probably would have guessed the turmoil, the suffering that was going on on the inside. And I would say that that is quite common because when you aren't taking responsibility and you are 
you know, deflecting a lot of the blame or, you know, it's things outside of you that are causing your emotions, you're also often caught up in people pleasing. Oh, and so you're trying to sure. manage everyone else's, you know, results as well, what they're thinking about you, what they're feeling about you, <clears throat> which can be so exhausting. And it really leads to just compounded suffering. So yeah. I'm guessing there was a lot of that going on back Absolutely. in 2009. But I want to really spotlight what you said that, you know, becoming self-made means surrendering and mm -hmm. taking responsibility. And that has led you to a, you know, an extraordinary result, an extraordinary life. So let's talk about that. Like, where are you now? Who are you now? Who do you serve? Like, what are the results that those people are experiencing? Tell us, tell us everything. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I want to say it's not easy and I still struggle. And I think um, yesterday when I was leading our group coaching call and, and with our clients, I was just saying like arriving is not the point because I don't think in this life, I don't believe we're ever going to arrive where we're just going to be like, yep, I am golden and perfect and everything is bright, shiny and yeah. You know, so it's what we learn along the way. It's who we become in the process of overcoming and becoming who God created us to be. Yeah. So it's not easy. And it, even though we are committed to the process and taking responsibility, there are days where <laughs> I need a kick in the butt. Like my mind still goes in the gutter once in a while, right? Yeah. Like we're yeah. human. Yeah. Right. And so um, I think that's just the one thing. Like, we're always overcoming, becoming, and, um, on a journey of, of refining. So, yeah. but who am I am? Well, that's a really loaded question. So, uh, I'm really passionate about helping other people. Mm -hmm. When I hit that rock bottom back in 2009, I was telling you, I made a couple decisions. The one was to wake up every morning and say yes to God. The other one was to, um, <clears throat> just help people. And I didn't know what that looked like at the time. I really didn't because I was so busy climbing the corporate ladder. And I know you and I share a little bit about mm -hmm. that with mm -hmm. what we were doing before. I had built successful companies. I was very successful financially outwardly, right? Like mm -hmm. people would think, oh, she's got it made. She's quote unquote arrived at this place. But on the inside is where I wasn't. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go back to what I was doing. It wasn't serving me well. But what did helping other people really look like? I didn't know. And that's where I decided to step into more of a life coaching. And that transitioned into the business development. Mm -hmm. And then in 2015, I, I started to weave faith into the equation and really attract that, that Christian, faith-based woman, business owner, entrepreneur, and sales professional um, to help them strate strategically, because, you know, I love the strategy and the outcomes yeah. and mapping it yeah. out, um, either start, grow or scale their businesses. And so now we've been doing that since, well, I started in 2009. And, and so we've had thousands of women that we've had the opportunity to work with over the years. And um, the one, and I know you see this too, which is so great. There's tangible results, right? Like mm -hmm. for you with, with us, when I was working with you on, um, releasing weight and, 
and the fasting and really the mindset stuff and all of that as it comes to like our relationship with food and those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see inches lost. We see the results on the scale. Like that's a tangible thing. Yeah. But the intangible results. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like yeah. I, you, people. I don't think you can't even put a price tag on some of those things yeah. because even like what I learned with you, some of the things I think about, and it's been what, three, two years, two, two years, years. Yeah. yeah, around two years since I went through your program, which I'm grateful for. And I love it. And I still like, you know, I'm drinking my morning coffee mm -hmm. and I've got my cream in there and I'm really monitoring the, what I put in my body. Yeah my thoughts around all the things. Like I think about it. I think yeah. about you a lot and what you've taught me um, and just how it's impacted me in other areas of my life though, too. Yeah. So um, you've kind of developed that awareness and whether right. you're, it's the primitive part of your brain or the prodigy part of your brain, creating the thoughts, you have an awareness around that. And yes. there is such a, a level of acceptance that comes with this awareness. So you're always learning about yourself. You know, we talk so, we talk so often about, you know, what is it that we're learning on the outside world? I teach mental, metabolic health, um, physical health and emotional health. And often that is steeped in, you know, science. And so we're learning things outside of us and how, when those things outside of us are applied to us, what are those results? But you know, when you learn about yourself, like from the inside out, you change as a person, you start yes. to accept yourself. And I think that um, even with the tangible results that your clients are seeing and they can point to the, the real value is when they learn something about themselves. Right. And so, and that's definitely what I got from the Refine Network that is a product of keeping it simple. Um, it was such an extraordinary experience for me to network with other like-minded women who right. were also building businesses or growing professionally. And, and they all had a very strong faith. And so we had so much in common and, um, through watching other people grow, I learned about myself through being in an environment and an energy of other people. I learned about myself. And I right. just think that's like the greatest gift you can give someone. And if you can not only <clears throat> give them that application, but then to kind of like assess it, you know, afterwards, like what worked about that? What didn't work about that? What are you going to do different? Like, how can you 10x this experience like i loved that like you oh you have these basic principles that you guide by and i mean you are very steady in that every single time we met as a group you made sure that we shined a light on those principles and um i just i love everything about you know keeping it personal and the products that you offer um outside of well you can talk a little bit about refine but what else do you offer your your audience, your community. Yeah. So I recently started a podcast as well. So um, I'm just trying to bring value. Again, I love to help people and I'm a true believer. If we help enough people get what they want, we will get what we want. So yeah. we don't give to get. Our intention is not, I'm going to give you this. So I get this in return. Yeah. Our, we show up to serve. We show up to, like I always say, bless the socks off of other people. And in return, like we're blessed. And yeah. so um, so I, we have that, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm a wife, I'm a mom of two boys. Um, one is 
graduating from college. The other one is, um, you know, he's working full time. I'm a grandma. I was blessed with a little baby Griffin about eight months ago at the recording of this. And, um, and then I just really enjoy showing up every day to serve others. And it just happens to be what I get to do in my business. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty simple. Yeah. 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 So yeah. how do, how do, how do, how does the audience find you? Like, and yeah. What, so keepingitpersonal.com, keepingitpersonal.com is, is our website and they can access the podcast. I've got some resources there. Um, but it's pretty simple. Keeping it personal.com is, is where most people find me. So, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, anything else that you want to add, anything else that people need to know about you, um, that I might not have, uh, covered. Um, I just like my, one of my biggest, um, things is just showing up to serve. And I love how, your mind math formula just really allows us that opportunity to reflect Mm -hmm. on how we're showing up Mm -hmm. and the way that we're showing up and then why we're showing up that way. And so I think like that has been one of my biggest takeaways from you is just really unpacking that and to get the results that we're looking for to really start with those thoughts. Yeah. And, um, and then move forward with that. So, and, and one of the six M's that we work on with our clients is mindset. So, I mean, you're speaking my language there, but your formula and the process that you take people through is golden. And I think anyone it's can, anybody can apply it to their life, which is so awesome. Yeah. And it all starts with understanding how you're getting your current results. So, so many people want to jump into the, how do I get the new results? How do I, you know, achieve whatever my big dreams and goals are? And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so much more effective if you understand how you're getting the current results. Right. And I think it takes a bit of honesty. It takes a bit of vulnerability to be willing to look at the results, to look at why you're getting that, to to express what it is that you're feeling that led you into that kind of behavior. And I just want to kind of bring that back to your book. Um, it is it's a raw like look at what you went through, all of those nevers yep. that you thought that you know you wouldn't you would never find yourself engaging in. And right. so I really want to encourage our listeners to find the book. Where can they find it? Okay. So overcoming the nevers.com, or if you just go to my website on the top, it just says book. Um, you can just get it right there too, or it's on Amazon. It's it's yeah. Overcoming the nevers.com, but yeah, no, totally. Like I believe change in any area of our life is an inside job. Yep. It's an inside job. If we want something to change around us, we got to change what's within us. And then we'll start to see the results. And like, that's why I love your formula because it all starts with what I always say, like I call them the ants, the automatic negative thoughts, like the ants that are running around in our brains and we need to hold those thoughts captive. Right. But you give us the framework to do it, which I think is so powerful. So I love what you're doing, but my question for you, what was your least favorite subject in high school or school? (laughs) Um, you know, well, like, I think it's interesting because math was for sure my least favorite. And I have um, deemed my husband CFO of my business because I do not want to have any part of the math. It is like, it just takes too much of my brain, takes too much of my time. Um, So I still would say that's my least favorite subject. And um, my favorite subject, um, 
You know, it was probably something more like um, I loved all of my psych classes, like my the, just the general like taste that I would get of psychology in high school led me to pursue that in college. And um, in college, you know, we got I got to take the deeper like death and dying and, you know, oh, the, yeah. the all the other ologies, the sociology and the, you know, I loved love that. I loved understanding humans and yeah. societies and how we function within our societies. So yeah, it's always been um, more of the internal and not the external numbers. <laughs> but um, and so I did, I did end up in a kind of a crazy sort of way, really leaning into that as as did you um, yeah. to really create, you know, our profession and be able to help people. So so thank good. you for asking. And thank you so much for being here. This yes. was such a pleasure getting to interview you. Um, we, like I said, we've had this awesome opportunity to work with each other professionally and then to really grow this relationship into a friendship. And it's just been such a pleasure, such a joy. So thank you. So I love much. that. I call them client friends. Yes. We have client friends and exactly. it's such a gift. Like I have met, I mean, I seriously, sometimes I have to pinch myself. I'm like, really? I get to work with these amazing people every single day. I love it. So, yeah. and you're one of those. So I love you, girl. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So join us next week where we will be interviewing another self-made person who will be sharing their secrets. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you are ready to overcome your biggest obstacles and create what you once thought impossible, I want to invite you to join the Self-Made Mind and Body Program, where you will learn how to master yourself. It's the only thing that stands in the way of what you want most. Learn more at www.self-made and the letter u.com.